Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. Spring is finally here. Or is it? Bernice is excited because it is springtime. But when it snows again, she is a little disappointed. When she gets home, she smells something super yummy. And over cookies, she talks to Papa Bear about spring and her day at school. Bernice wonders when spring will finally come. Hi, Papa, I'm home, yelled Bernice as she ran in the front door of their small house, closing the door quickly because she felt super cold. Bernice had run really fast, so she was a little out of breath. But when she stopped breathing so hard, she noticed the smell of something very, very yummy. As she was taking off her coat and boots, she said, I smell something super yummy. Hi, little bear. I baked something special for you today. I think you might like them. Papa Bear said from his favorite room, the kitchen. Bernice put away her boots and jacket as fast as she could. The smell was getting stronger, and her belly started to make gurgling noises. After running into the kitchen, Bernice said, Papa, what kind of cookies did you bake today? Well, little bear, why don't you have a look, Papa Bear said as he brought over a great big tray of freshly baked cookies. They look like flowers, Papa. Can I really eat them? Bernice asked. Of course you can, little bear. Because it is spring, I thought I would bake some cookies that looked like flowers. They look almost too good to eat, Papa, but I will do my very best, Bernice said with a laugh. I'm sure you will. First, wash your hands, and I'll get you a glass of milk to go with the cookies. After she washed her hands, Bernice sat down and had a great big bite of each of the cookies on her plate. She wanted to try them all. With crumbs all over her mouth, Bernice said, I like the cookies that look like yellow flowers the best, Papa. They taste the yummiest. Have a drink of milk to wash down the cookies. You don't need to eat so fast. There are plenty of cookies left. Sorry, Papa, but they are so tasty. I just want to gobble them all up. I'm glad you like them, little bear. So, how was school today? Did you learn anything new? School was okay, I guess. Because it's spring, Papa, and the school's flowers started to bloom earlier in the week, so we were going to paint flowers in art class. I was excited, but it started snowing again, and I got covered in snow at break. Why are we having a snowstorm in spring? I'm not sure I would call the snow we had a storm, but sometimes... Winter just does not want to leave us when spring comes. I guess winter will miss us too much, and so it doesn't want to go. 
We talked about spring a little bit in class today, Bernice said. What did you talk about? After taking another big bite of a cookie, Bernice replied, Our homeroom teacher said that in spring, the sun starts shining brighter and the weather gets warmer and suddenly everything comes to life again. I didn't quite understand, especially since it snowed. Well, little bear, once spring comes, the trees start growing new leaves. Flowers like those at your school begin to bloom, and animals come out of hibernation. The days also get longer, so we have more time to play outside on the weekends, Papa Bear said. What else did you learn about today, little bear? Oh, yeah. Bobby did a cool presentation on satellites. Bobby said satellites are like giant metal balls up in the sky that help us watch TV and talk to our friends on the other side of the world. And that some go super fast, much faster than the speed of sound. That sounds interesting, and it's good that Bobby is learning about things other than dinosaurs. Oh, Bobby still loves dinosaurs, Papa. He wore his T-Rex shirt again. He's worn it so often there are holes in it. That Bobby. Oh, and Papa, we had a new student come to class today. I don't know if she is going to stay or not. I think she just moved here. Her name is Katerina, but she is super shy, Papa, and is even quieter than I am. And compared to Bobby, I am super quiet. Everybody is quiet compared to Bobby, little bear. Did you talk to her and help her feel welcome? A little bit, Papa. She seems very nice, but just doesn't talk very much. That's okay, little bear. We can't all have the same personalities. It would be a boring world if we were all the same. So we should accept each other as we are. It's great that you tried to make her feel welcome. Yeah, I thought so. I hope we can be friends. Why don't you finish your milk and do your homework while I prepare our dinner? Mommy will be home soon and might want to see what you are working on in school. Okay, Papa. Thank you for the delicious cookies. You're welcome, little bear. After Bernice had done her homework, finished dinner, and watched her favorite show, it was time for bed. Dinner was really nice tonight, Papa. Mama seemed to like it, too. She had more than three plates, Bernice said as she was walking up the stairs to have her bath. I'm glad you liked it, little bear. I don't think Mama Bear had that many servings, though. It seemed like she did. She told me she was allowed because she runs so much. Ha ha ha. There is some truth in that. When you exercise a lot, you need to fuel your body. I just like that it makes me feel warm inside and that you made it, Papa. As they walked into the bathroom, Papa Bear said, You get your friends in your bedroom while I get the bath ready. Okay, Papa. Don't forget the bubbles, 
Ducky and Goosey love playing in bubbles, Bernice said from her bedroom. I won't forget, little bear. Goosey is pretending that the bubbles are the Milky Way and she is a spaceship papa, Bernice said as Goosey flew in and out of the bubbles. What is Ducky up to? Papa Bear asked. Ducky is pretending to be a satellite. What kind of satellite? Well, not the steel ball kind that Bobby was talking about. She is a natural satellite orbiting a planet. I read today in the library, Papa, that there are several hundred natural satellites in our solar system. The moon is Earth's natural satellite, and all the planets except Mercury and Venus have them. I wanted to show Bobby that I knew stuff, too. That's great, little bear. We usually call those satellites moons, like the one made of cheese orbiting Earth. Ha ha, if our moon was actually made of cheese, we would go up there and eat it, Bernice said with a laugh. Do you know what time it is, Papa? Bernice said as she crawled into her bed and got cozy with her friends, Twigga, Wolfie, and Madeline. Is it time for me to eat all the cookies in the kitchen? Papa Bear asked as he rubbed his belly. You can't eat all the cookies, Papa. Mama and I would be sad. And I know you wouldn't want us to be sad. Mmm, you are right. And it's a little late for me to eat cookies. So, if it's not time for me to eat cookies, then what time is it? It's time for you to tell me a story, Bernice said with a big smile. Oh, I must be getting old as I almost forgot about my favorite time of the day. You aren't that old, Papa, just a little old, Bernice said, smiling. Thanks, I guess, Papa Bear said with a smirk. Did you brush your teeth? Yes, and I did my best job. Are you comfy and warm? Yes, Papa. How about Twigga, Wolfie, and Madeline? Are they ready for a story, too? I think they are. Okay, give me a big hug and a kiss, and I'll tell you another of my silly stories. Thank you, Papa. Once upon a time, in a world full of magic and fun, there lived a brave little bear named Boo Boo. She lived in a large castle at the edge of a mystical forest. In this forest were unicorns, fairies, gnomes, and all manner of insects, birds, and animals. It was a wonderful place. Her best friend was a young dragon called Kai Kai, and they liked to play as much as they could. The kingdom they lived in was full of people who lived in the meadows, those who lived in the hills, and those who lived in the forest, and they all lived in harmony. On this day, Boo Boo and Kai Kai were finishing a class at Bixie's school in the forest. Today's lesson was all about the sparkling lights up in the sky. 
The gnomes of old used to believe that the kingdom was the center of the universe, and all the other lights you see up in the sky revolved around us. It was widely accepted for many, many turns. But luckily, due to some really advanced magic, we know different today, Bixie said. That's very interesting, Bixie. I still have a lot to learn about the lights in the sky, Boo Boo said. I started learning about the biggest light in the sky when I was only a couple turns old, Kai Kai said. What do you mean? Boo Boo asked. It's a bit of a story. This isn't one of your silly, long, drawn-out stories, is it? Boo Boo asked. I would love to hear your story, Kai Kai, Bixie said, sitting down in case it was one of his long, drawn-out stories. Okay, when I was just able to fly, and before that terrible time when dragons started to learn to produce fire, I would spend time watching the lights twinkle and follow them moving across the sky. But I was most interested in the big round gem above us. In my group of young dragon friends was a dragon named Ty, and he, as I know now, was a great trickster. Ty said he had heard a rumor from others in the mystical forest that the gem above us was made of candy, and he dared us to go and find out. This doesn't sound good, Boo Boo said. So naturally, the next day, I decided to set off on an adventure to see if the gem was really made of candy. I gathered some snacks and headed out in the early morning. You were an impressionable young dragon, Kai Kai, Bixie said. I was, and I knew nothing about the kingdom and the lights in the sky. The big round gem was so large and close, it looked like we could reach out and taste it, Kai Kai continued. As I flew towards where I thought the gem would be at its lowest, just above the eastern mountain range, I met a wise old gnome who warned me not to automatically believe everything I heard. But I was determined and didn't listen to the gnome's advice. That sounds familiar, Bixie said laughing. Next, after a short flight, I met a young unicorn who tried to convince me that the gem was not made of candy. But I was stubborn and continued on to try and find out for myself. Finally, after many hours of flying, tired and hungry, I had reached the spot where I thought I could touch the gem. Unfortunately for me, at the time, I couldn't. No matter how far or how high I flew, I could never fly far enough or high enough. I was disappointed that I had so easily believed Ty and sad that I wouldn't be able to eat any candy. I did come to appreciate just how beautiful the gem was, though. That's quite a story, Kai Kai. At that age, it must have taken a great deal of effort to fly to the heights of the mountains in the east and try to go high enough to reach the stars, Bixie said. 
I guess you learned a valuable lesson that day, Boo-Boo said. I did learn to appreciate the beauty of the gem and all the lights in the sky. I was going to say you learned to not believe everything a trickster named Ty says, no matter how much you want it to be true, Boo-Boo said. Ha ha ha, I do love candy, Kai-Kai said. Seeing that Bernice was fast asleep, Papa Bear ended his story, kissed Bernice on the forehead, adjusted her blanket, making sure that her friends were comfy too, turned off her lamp, and quietly whispered, I love you, little bear. And that is the end of our story. Good night. Sleep tight.